hi, welcome to another Cheery Conversation Home Edition. Look at this. We've even <laughs> got a sign. Our producer, Keith, made this. And we have more Home Editions planned because I actually loved the last couple weeks, like loved so this good. whole concept. And we're here with Megan, our guest, who is our editor-in-chief for Life & Culture magazine. She works for us and with us at Life Church. And so thanks for being with us, Megan. Uh, we're gonna do a home edition. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I think this is awesome. I actually, um, I really like this, the, the back and forth on the screen. Yeah, this is fun. We're gonna have fun. Uh, we we know it's going to be cheery, but we're going to talk specifically about what's going on in our life right now. I mean, why go away from the very thing we're struggling and working through right now, which is the pandemic. So, uh, Megan, you were coming with some thoughts and a theme to our cheery conversation today. Yeah, I mean, right now our routine is really thrown off balance. You know, we're not kind of doing the same things that we're used to doing. Um, and that can kind of lead to some burnout. You know, we've watched all the episodes. We've already ate all the good food in the pantry, right? Like things are kind of starting to feel a little bit old and we're getting tired. So I wanted to ask you, like, what are some ways that you feel burnt out and how are you combating that? Well, I think it's awesome that we're just right away getting into what are some ways we're feeling burned out? I think the things that began or started to be new and fun and fresh, like how are they not old, right? It's been a month. And I kind of feel, I never really watched the Groundhog's Day. Sean loves that movie. But do you ever feel like you wake up and you go, and we're going to do this again. And we're going to do this again. Because there's not like a time yeah. that I have to be at work but there is a time that I do have to start a meeting and I do have to uh, get my day going. But I feel like when you go to work, even when you're going to the same workplace, it feels like you're prepping for something different, different days. And it brings variety. So for me, probably someone who my personality isn't, isn't one to love routine all the time, long periods of time, I wake up and I go, and we're gonna do this again. And then I feel like I wake up the next day, I'm like, and let's do this again. So that's kind of, I'm kind of burned out on the wake up and do this again. Uh, and frankly, I, I just, I think what I'm needing to do and what I've done a few times and it's worked is that I go to bed thinking about what I'm doing tomorrow that is different. Mm -hmm. It's a different type of Zoom call because do we not have Zoom fatigue right now, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, do I have a different type of recording? Do we have plans? We're gonna do something different as a family. And I go to bed thinking about how tomorrow's gonna look one way and Wednesday's gonna look another day because it's hard for this to not all just blend together. What about you, Megan? What are, what are you doing? Any tricks you can help us with? Yeah, for sure. I think number one for me has just been being able to get outside, enjoy sunshine, you know, try and remember that although we're trapped in like our box of our house, that we can still live life and like be happy and be outside and do the things that we love to do. And just kind of, I've been amazed at like 
apps um, and stuff like that that are offering like free uh, premium services. So stuff that oh. normally you have to pay for. Like there's been a lot of free stuff. I Even today on Facebook, I saw, oh, we're now doing free cooking lessons, you know, it was someplace. Oh. I was like, that's cool. So like, that's cool. Play, you know, people and places are kind of opening up their services that normally maybe you'd have to pay for. You could do something like that. I don't know, just thinking outside the box and trying to do fresh things so that I don't get stuck in like, okay, so every single day I'm gonna um, brush my teeth and then I'm gonna sit <laughs> on my phone for two hours, you know, like yeah, trying to do something different. Yeah, that's discouraging. Like that my yeah, biggest plan is to brush sure. my teeth. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's great advice <laughs> to look at what are some offerings we didn't. Yeah. And really, even if they would have been free in the old norm, would we have had time to take cooking classes? Probably totally. not. So finding right. value in that, I have wanted to listen to more podcasts than I, I don't have a long commute to work. So a podcast, I was really like, when am I going to listen to it? Yeah. And so I had one I listened to how, how I built this. I think that's how it's what it's called, but Guy Raz on NPR. And I loved it, but it was like the only podcast that I listened to. And now like yesterday, I went on a three hour walk in the afternoon. My family was not interested Sean actually went back to working on his sermon for the next week on Sunday afternoon. Like he went upstairs at like 1.30 or 2 o'clock to start working on next week. And so I thought, I have all afternoon. My kids are doing what they want to do. So I just went on a walk and just walked and kept walking. And three hours later, <laughs> I was just getting home. And I listened to three podcasts. One was over an hour and two others were like 30 minutes. I might have listened to a fourth one. And that was cool that I've had time to listen to podcasts that I never... Now, they were our podcasts, let's be clear, because I wanted to listen to uh, Cheery Conversations, Home Edition with Casey and I, uh, At Home with the Hennessys. That was fun to listen to. Um, and uh, Chew on That, Chew on This. See, I better get my podcast titles down. That's a problem. And then, then I listened to A Sunny Look at the Bible Revelation. What's that? Oh, yeah. Podcasts can be hard. I mean, to keep up on all the time, especially like you said, during the work week, I don't necessarily take time out of my day to listen to a podcast. Right. So I like th I like that idea. Walking and podcast. Walking yeah. podcast. Walking podcast. It's the new. Yeah. It's the new hot thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's awesome. So how can we kind of develop ourselves spiritually during this time? Mm -hmm. Like, what are some tips you have, you know, for us to pray more, worship more, find more peace, you know, where can we, um, you know, draw, maybe we're getting bored, just sitting around all day reading or, you know, what are some different ways? Podcasts, obviously, great start. What else? When we talk about Zoom fatigue, I mean, I, that's probably a term, but I feel like I started saying it and I was like, did I make that up? But I'm sure people are using that Zoom fatigue, social media fatigue, even watching TV, of course, the news fatigue of that, but but watching shows, if that's something that's just been, I have all this time, so I do all of that. Even anything you do so much, it you, it just gets old. And one thing I doubt people are saying is I have Bible fatigue. I have spending time with Jesus fatigue, even in the midst of, of having all the time. It, what is great about spending time with Jesus, prayer journaling or reading in your Bible, or for people who they don't read well, like listen to your Bible. Again, you could go on a walk and and listen to a book of the Bible, just, and even falling asleep where you're not consciously taking in the Bible, but your, your brain and your heart and your spirit are. I think those are important things to do. And 
The great thing about the Bible and Jesus, we will never grow weary of that. It yeah. only creates more of a hunger. So the more we eat, the more we take in, the more we want of it. It's a little like sugar or potato chips. Just think of it that way. So I want more of an appetite for Jesus. So if I, if I go after him, I'll get a bigger appetite for it. This is the time that one, we have no excuse for, I just don't have time. Yeah, mm -hmm. we do. And I mean, we're all, like we're working, the people we're talking to, a lot of us are working, even if it's from home. So it's not like I'm just sitting on the couch all day. I have plenty to right. do, but I also have this flexibility and I'm also at home where I do wanna mix it up. So being creative in how do, how do I dig into the Bible? I love the Bible project and I think the videos are so good to unpack the Bible and show us how the Old Testament and the New Testament weave together and Jesus is weaved throughout the entire Bible. So there's podcasts, there's videos. I really recommend the Bible Project. And then journaling or or what people would think as a diary. I think those are all important things. Also, I wanna say, I, I believe that there are people who did not, do not have a relationship with Jesus, who are curious about where's God in all of this. And yeah. I love that about the pandemic that this is making everyone consider life, consider what if this never goes back to norm? It begins, to, it, it allows us to begin to look inward, whether we had a relationship with Jesus or not. So I think yeah, this is, we're so really good. more on the same page as a world right now than we even think just because spiritually we're all wondering and that's a good place to be. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, it's kind of part of the American identity is we're fast and we we go, you know, we do and we're business people and we move, move, move. And sometimes I think we need that slowdown. And this has been such an amazing opportunity to take that. And so, yeah, you're spot on. People who maybe have been wondering about Jesus, what are they finding right now? I actually just got an email from someone this morning um, who is interested in sharing her Jesus journey in the magazine. And Yay. so I just thought that was like wow. such a, not a random email, but like a, wow, look at God. Like there's people out there who right now are having that time to sit back and reflect and think on um, who they are, their journey and you know what they're looking for. So that's really incredible. And you know, the other thing it, it has done for the church well, I should say for people when it relates to church, is that it's allowed people to realize they miss it. Whereas yeah. church was always there, just yep. like, you know, TJ Maxx for me was just always there. It was always open. <laughs> same. I saw same. a lady, uh, I saw, and I almost shared it. I thought too much, Sunny, too much. But it was a lady uh, with in Houston, I will always love you on the speaker. I totally um, saw that. Did you that see video. that? Pointed <laughs> yes. towards an empty parking lot facing TJ Maxx. Like, yep. I just that's missed me. you. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel at times. Although it doesn't feel like the time to go spend money, I could for sure go walk around there. But it was oh, yeah. always there. I mean, on Sundays, every day of the week, till late at night. And this allowed us to probably get online and engage more consistently online because we really miss mm -hmm. the church. Yep. And I think people who they came once every six weeks or showed up when there wasn't soccer or basketball season, it's creating a hunger and a desire for what we can't have. Think about the people who used to 
on Thanksgiving have a hard time getting through Thanksgiving, but they're like, well, thank God Target opens by 7 p.m. And so Target had a line because it had been closed all day long. Now this is like, this is like Thanksgiving day going into Black Friday on steroids. Yeah. But it does allow you to uh, understand what really means a lot to you. And I think that's a good thing. It's a very good yeah, thing. For sure. So what are some new things that you're doing during quarantine? Are you, you know, reading a brand new book or trying to find out a new skill? Like what are some fun new things you've been up to? I'm spending a lot of time researching Revelation because of the life group that I said, yeah, Casey, I'll do a life group. First week of quarantine, I said, let's do this. So that's taking 20 to 30 hours a week of research. That's a big new wow. thing. Uh, what's another new thing? A lot of recordings because we have to do everything online. A lot of yeah, Zoom calls. Yeah, and I mean, that's new. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's new. Uh, yep. Zoom calls, totally new. Actually, we're doing for our bright tribe members tonight a pajama Zoom call or whatever you're wearing, which pajamas probably also are what you wear during the day probably. and vice versa. So yeah. we're calling it this the whatever. This is like the first time the whatever I have jeans Zoom on, call. but <laughs> I have jeans on, but it's, it's miracle, like the right? first time in like a month. Yeah, I don't even, I've yeah. completely lost track and I have no interest in looking back to see how many days have like gone by. Cause I'm like, you know what? Let the days go by. That's fine. It's still, yeah. I'm just going to turn a blind eye. Yep. Turn a blind eye to the <laughs> yeah. jeans. Yeah. My jeans have been neglected for sure. Yep. Uh, poor things. Poor, poor, poor things. things. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to do a, a fun and I say there's zoom fatigue and then it's like, I want to do that. But it comes down to just wanting to see people's faces. And I'm an extrovert. Are you an extrovert or an introvert? I can be both. Um, okay. Abby Heinrichs from The Exchange said this super well. She's like, I'm an introvert, um, but she gets filled up with like social interaction too. So I was like, yes, like I love being able to talk to people and see people and spend time around people. But then I, I recharge when I'm by myself. So a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, I thought I told myself before this pandemic that I was becoming more introverted. I'm like, I really, I like my alone time and and I like working from home and maybe I'm getting to be more of an introvert as I'm getting older. I, I was saying that to myself. Yeah, nope, I'm an extrovert. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's nice to work from home and have that like where you don't have to put makeup on to get your yeah. job done, but I'm an extrovert and uh, man, I'm feeling it. So I feel it for all you extroverts out there who are like, Zoom is not enough for mm -hmm. me. Like when I see people, I want to hug them. And it's yep. so weird. I think it's a little, We, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's weird to go to the grocery store and have people not want to make eye contact with you. For sure. And I find I'm trying to not make eye contact with them. Like we're really going to give each other COVID by eye contact. <laughs> but it feels like you're, because maybe that means I'm too close to you. And so you awkwardly look away <laughs> and scurry to the side. And uh, you know, when you're passing somebody in an aisle, you are not six feet apart. So it's almost this like, okay, now I'm not six feet apart. My shoulder's really close to you. Let's look away. And and for, for me as an extrovert, or maybe it's a different part of my personality, but I'm sure people can relate to this. That feels so icky. Like I, when I'm in public, I typically, if I happen to make co eye contact with someone, or if I'm walking by someone, I do try to make eye contact. Like 
I know you exist. Uh, I like to smile at them. And so to find myself feeling less kind when I'm out feels gross. And uh, when I go out, I find it doesn't fill me up and fuel me because we're scurrying past each other. Have you noticed that? Because you said you recently went to the grocery store. Yeah, definitely. The grocery store feels weird. I mean, Mm -hmm. we all have to be there. And before all this happened, the the grocery store I go to was kind of like, a socialized place. Like I always saw people I knew at the grocery store. And so now it feels a little weird. Everyone's in a mask or like a scarf wrapped around their head. So like, that's kind of, you know, it feels a little strange and it is definitely off. I, I saw a meme this past week that said, um, check on your introvert friends. They're not okay. And Mm -hmm. at first I kind of laughed and then I was like, no, actually that's, that's true. So I just kind of texted or sent a Marco Polo or something to some of my extrovert friends. I'm like, how are you really doing? Like, Mm -hmm. are you doing okay? Um, Because I think that that's the connection we have to be making right now. And although it's weird in the grocery store, a lot of times those aren't the necessarily connections that are going to keep you fueled throughout your week. So just checking on your friends or your family and um, making sure that they're okay and that they're identifying that, okay, yes, this is a really hard time for me as an extrovert, but I have people that are here for me. So Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. It is so, so weird. Yeah. You know, you bring up a good point. It made me think about when checking on people, I think this is not the time to fake it, right? Like if yeah. I can be honest with somebody and say, how are you doing? Because I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I think that would help them. I know it would yeah. help me if somebody's like, how are you doing? Because this is not easy. Like I'm feeling discouraged today. I I honestly, in these times, and I don't think we should feel like, oh, we have to find the bright side. Of course, we're finding the bright side with more time with our family and we get to go on walks. We get to do, like we talked earlier in this, this episode, but to just be honest, like I found I was getting a, I had like a stomach ache for like six days in a row this past week, mm. like could not shake this stomach ache. And, yeah. and I thought, okay, am I sick? And I mean, I was trying to figure it out. And then I just had a really good conversation with some people and it went away. And I thought I've just not had interaction and that stresses me out or that depletes my love tank and my emotional, you know, fuel tank and it's depleted and I needed to fill it. And it's like my body was responding with a stomach ache and I think over stresses and the unknown, but just talking about the stresses, the unknown, the fact that I was super upset when I found out that we were going to be at home through May 26. Like, and and when I was honest about it, rather than, you know what, it's going to be okay. There's still things we need to accomplish. I wasn't getting better by trying to find only the positive. I just needed to be real. So I think people aren't going to hold it against us if Like, you know, a lot of times in life, you don't want to be that wet blanket. You don't want to be that Eeyore that finds something wrong and everything. But right now, I think it's okay to not be okay. As Pastor said in his depression message that we re-released, it's okay to not be okay. And the first step to probably getting better is to admit that to somebody. And we have people in our life we can say that to. And sometimes that's someone you know is like you or someone that's family. And and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, routines are so important to us as humans, right? Like when 
things were kind of more normal, right? You had your specific routine. You wake up, you do this. And so when this all got thrown off balance, I think we all kind of went into that really clenched up mode. Um, We were in like, go, 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 try and figure things out, trying to change up our routine. So we were spending a lot of energy right in our day to day trying to find a new normal. And so I think now more than ever, it's important that we start to pace ourselves a little bit, right? Like that got pushed out to May 26th. So how are we going to slow down, um, start to figure out this routine? Like now we probably have a good idea of what our day to day looks like, Mm -hmm. but just not enjoy it, I guess, um, as much as we can, but just kind of figure out how we can handle that and not keep burning ourselves out and and then feel like we have to somehow recharge or, or whatever, but start to just live life a little bit more normally. Right, right. And uh, Becky and I talked in our Cherry Conversation Home Edition about the stages of grief. And I for sure felt I was in a like denial and anger phase the first yeah. week. So that would have been, mm-hmm. what, the third week of March. Yeah. And I think we can recognize, Becky and I talked about this prior to the order, it's going to be another month, over another month. Now we get to realize that grief will go in a new cycle. Like we could be re-experiencing grief starting over, even though grief is one of these things that goes in cycles and we can revisit emotions more than once. Now we got the news and now we see on the news, there's protesters. And then depending on what channel you're on, you get both sides. And then you feel like you're in between trying to see the truth through two extreme sides of, um, you know, not just politics, but ideals. And yeah, yeah, so it's okay, again, to realize we could re-experience some grief cycles in this. But one thing you did that was super cheery is you Marco Poloed me when you were headed to get a pl- plants. And I yes. thought, oh, are you a gardener? And then you're like, no. <laughs> Talk about that. Because I mean, that's pretty cool to just take up gardening. Um, yeah, well, I mean, shout out to my lady Barb at uh, Schneider Flowers because, <laughs> or Sh- Schrader's Flowers. Um, I had this specific plant that I saw on Instagram, of course, of all places. And I just had to find it. Like, I was like, I want that plant in my house. Something fun, something green. Right now, my yard, um, since we just built a house, like, I don't have any grass. So it's like brown outside. The snow's <laughs> gone. It's ugly. So um, I called up Schrader's Flowers and um, Barb went above and beyond to find me that Mm. plant. It's very small right now. It's supposed to be like a six foot tree, but it'll get there. So yeah, (laughs) I was super excited about that. So it's a tree. What kind of tree? It's called a ficus audrey. Ooh. I know. It's a a fancy new Instagram plant. So cool. (laughs) Isn't that so weird though? How like we see that stuff on social media and we're like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, who knows? Probably five years ago would have thought like, well, that's a weird looking tree, but I think (laughs) it'll be cool. I know. So my husband's been making fun of me. He calls me the plant lady, which I don't know. I guess there's worse things. I I enjoy being the plant lady. (laughs) I kill silk plants. Somehow the leaves silk. fall off of my silk plants. I'm, I have such good, a funny. brown thumb. <laughs> if Or what's the opposite of a green thumb? Like, I, somebody thumb? brought me a succulent for my birthday. Left it on my doorstep. And I asked, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I, I reached out. 
And I'm like, so how do I water it? They're like, oh, like there's instructions. And I think they're like almost impossible to kill. Like I said, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I walk by it every day. And the bottom edges of each part of the succulent are brown and keep falling off. Oh, and I've watered it, but I over, am I, is that what I am? I'm overwatering? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have Good a lot of succulents. I will let you know. And I okay. have killed a couple, but mostly they've stayed alive, alive for years now. So you just, honestly, you forget them. You put them in a sunny window and you forget they exist for like a month. And then you, you know what? <laughs> I don't have it in a sunny window. Even the little card said sunny, put it in sunshine. Uh, so <laughs> probably, probably my biggest part of not being a green Start thumb there. is I refuse to read directions. <laughs> I read it. I went, awesome. eh, I'm smarter than that. It can sit over here in the corner. Oh, That's awesome. well, there's a lesson in life, right? So yep. uh, Megan, we're going to wrap it up in a few minutes, but... Uh, let's let's talk about one more thing that you had in mind, because really, I like that we're talking about how to have peace and how to get through this pandemic. Yeah, um, I kind of want to know your take on um, how can we stay aware of our surroundings, but continue to create that peace in our homes? Um, because like you said, you turn on the news and it's kind of like, a little stressful, mm. uh, but how can we, you know, still know about all that stuff going on, but really just kind of come together and create peace in the house? Sean is not as much as of a news watcher as I am, and I was never a news watcher until now. So I've had to create the rhythm of shut the TV off, Sunny. Don't turn it on. You don't need to know right now. You're seeing enough just on your news apps on your phone. So less news is probably something I need to to do. Second, uh, worship music, we can play that in our house, but because we've been recording in our house a lot, we shut it off and I find I'll go two days and realize I, I didn't turn any music, worship music back on in our house. So uh, last night in the kitchen, we were cooking and Sean and I were cooking, which is in itself, that's super cool. Like we've rarely, like he's slicing radishes forever. Like there's nothing to really do when we're done. So we just are taking our time. And he puts yep. on, I can't remember what the name of the guy is, but it's kind of like Bon, bon Iver or Bon Iver. They said, call us whatever, just by our records. But um, like Bon Iver, very like chilled music. It's a guy from Ireland. And I mean like super chilled music. So it wasn't worship, but he had that on in the kitchen. And I was flipping tortillas because I could eat tacos every day. And so I'm, we're having yep. tacos the second night in a row. And I'm flipping tortillas. And I look over at Sean and I go, I find that this music makes me want to flip my tortillas slower. And I like <laughs> turn towards the island slowly. And literally it was like bringing everything down in my, in a good way. Like it was just uh, Calm. lowering me, calming me. And I thought, I need to do more of this. So that's something I discovered. Uh, I love worship, but a lot of times worship, you know, is like engaging me, which is good. But this was just chilling me out. And I literally was, sure. was flipping my tortillas slower. And that's I needed awesome. that. So maybe that's, maybe that's a little tip. What about yep. you? 
I love that. Um, I really enjoy anything that I would consider self-care, whether that's a face mask or bubble bath or, um, you know, jammies at six (laughs) o'clock. Something that's just kind of my time, my thing, um, just for me. And that for sure brings me kind of down a couple of notches. So I agree with you, though. Find that thing that brings you the calm and, and stick with that and work that into your routine and Um, hopefully you can decompress from the day. That's awesome. Yeah. Robbing and stirring our affection for Jesus. Robbing and stirring our affection for life. That's what we have to do. Less, I have to do less of news because it robs my affection for life, Jesus, and calm. And I need to do more of slowly flipping tortillas to very slow music and eating tacos more because it always makes me love Jesus more. So I loved our time. Yeah, can't complain. So thanks, Megan. This was fun. I love this home edition thing. And so we would love to have you join us every week. We're going to be doing home editions for as long as we can possibly do them. It's been really fun. I already have five guests lined up. And so if you want to connect with me directly, go to sunnyhennessy.com and you can contact me. Maybe you have an idea for a guest or a topic. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Megan. So good. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one-minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to sunnyhennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.